but to try and reverse the damage that I did, you know, to Aries's fans by saying that Aries is never gonna go back to how he was before. This episode is being recorded in the midst of a drizzle. So I hope that you have your cookies out, you have your tea out, you're ready to listen to it. First off, we just want to thank everyone that has been supporting this podcast. I just want to say shout out to Botswana, shout out to Mozambique, shout out to SA, shout out to Lesotho. We've been seeing a lot of rankings, but you know, the ones that stand out is that we were number two in Mozambique, we were number three in Botswana in the entertainment news and then in the news category in Botswana we were 35 and in SA we were 38 which is actually great to actually be in the top 100 is actually an amazing thing I feel like it's the greatest it's the greatest achievement I would have no I wouldn't have imagined myself actually you know popping through that I would really have thought that maybe something around like 200 would have been the fair the most fair ranking but shout out to everyone that has been listening to this episode to this podcast and everything you know shout out to everyone that's currently listening to this episode as well first of all we'll start with elaine i just want to say baby girl you have made it to the other side people wish they can get to your level don't listen to the critics i can see that it's getting to your head you're starting to you know to have an identity crisis whereby you're going all around trying to taste and trying to try every genre this is not the time to do that you are at a level whereby i can compare you to lma in terms of sound and how clear your sound is and how chilled you are as well as hre i don't know what people call her but they normally you know every time when i say i'm like hey hre something something like that you know but i just want to say man it's sad that you're actually going through an identity crisis and now we're seeing you back with focalistic with people like that is small you know those people are great in their category which is amabian and you're great in your r&b and soul and you know this is not the time for you to be moving all around you know people from from the outside the people have, that have signed you they want results they don't want someone that is not sure with what they want to do and that's what happens with a lot of artists you know they get criticized they create a lot of criticism you know and then now they start you know getting shaken and they fall off and now you're going to reach a level whereby there was once you know a lane and now there's no more a lane just know that you know if you want to learn from the best learn from dj black coffee learn from necessary as well they also got the same critiques but they kept it you know they kept moving they kept it going you know necessarily realized that people in SA don't appreciate him and so he realized that instead of just changing his craft his craft and his art he was just like move on to another market and that's why you see him popping now right now in the United States as well and you also have people that are still loyal to his music the people that are actually criticizing you LA and people that were listening to your music you know out of pressure or out of thinking that your songs are, are great but they didn't actually you know they were not vibing with you if i put it in that way they were not really 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 your fans you know your fans are gonna support you either ways you know how much how much you've grown and everything they'll still be there with you you know through the storm through the waves and everything just like aries's fans you know but i just want to say one thing about aries's fans i hope that one day they'll actually sit down sit back and realize that aries is never going back to who he was before you know every time i hear people saying that you know we should get paradise too but you know you realize that there's no hope in getting paradise too because paradise was something that he was a long time ago with ambitious entertainment and now he is no longer 
that kind of boy. And so expect no paradise. Expect no paradise at all, you know. Expect the new Aries that you guys have right now to actually keep on going. But one thing I love, man, is that Aries' movement, Aries' trajectory has actually showed us that there are actually people that will vibe with an artist for who he is regardless of whether he changes his craft and everything he changes his rhythm and everything they'll still be there if you go to twitter right now and you look at the timeline because aries just released his new i think ep album i don't know i'm not sure maybe it's a song but you know you realize that there are people who are still hyping it up sure there are people who are like eh, man we were actually expecting this now those vibes a long time ago those paradise older vibes but you you brought something that is like still the same there is nothing new we can expect from you i read one of the funniest tweets they were like man we're actually accepting cvs at, at mr price you should probably come and check it out instead of like going through and through you know with this <laughs> with this music thing and i'm like bro people are mean but i love the fact that you know through that storm through that wave of people that are hating there's actually genuine fans that are actually like behind him actually pushing him and you know I just want to say to Elaine, Aries didn't reach this level whereby he has Joey Fett and all the American artists coming through and fucking through, you know, by actually listening to people who are saying, okay, leave this trajectory and just start, you know, something new, you know, evolve into, you know, evolve back and evolve and evolve if there is anything like that. Go back to how we were before. But, you know, he didn't do that. He was actually like, man, I'm going to stick to this. I'm going to stick to my guns and I'm keep, I'm going to keep on going. I'm going to keep on moving. That's why you see him popping in the West, popping him is popping outside. Elaine is actually signed by a label that is actually outside. That is, you know, in the West and they love you for how you came through. And so you just have to go through the same thing. And let me tell you one thing about changing your identity or like listening to people who are actually, you know, Banking at your movement and everything is that you're gonna go through it and you're gonna you're gonna realize that it doesn't make you happy and so you're gonna have to come back to the old you uh, you know unless you are tapping into something that you feel you're comfortable with you know look at Shasha look at Amy Fargo they always have their albums even msaki they always have their albums mixed with what they actually love they'll have a piano you know i'm not saying there's anything wrong about my piano it's popping everyone that wants to eat should go through it that's what my producer said but you know let me tell you one thing it's not your sound and if it's not your sound you always not feel welcome with it and look at shasha she started off with rnb and soul mtari and all of the other songs and then she she went into ama piano and she sang with um with M M F R Souls and Cubs of the Small and all of these people. But then she realized that that's not her sound. She had to 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 sit back, relax, try and rebuild her identity, try and work on herself. And then afterwards, she came back and she was like, "Man, I'm gonna have ama piano just six tracks in the album, and then the rest is going to be true to how I am." which is R&B and Soul, and which is great because, you know, if you listen to her album right now, the part of it where she's doing R&B and Soul is actually much, much better and much crispier than the Ama Piano side. Even though when we came, when she got the hype, which comes with Ama Piano, the traction that comes with Ama Piano, even though that's how she came, appreciated for that craft, she has actually been able to actually reintroduce herself as the person who is actually doing R&B and Soul. And I just want to say to Elaine, numbers don't mean you're happy. 
numbers don't mean that you put you pull out your greatest kind of craft you pull out your greatest kind of art and so you should always steer away from trying to make sure that everyone is listening to you to trying to make sure that you have genuine people that love you for your art that's what i want to say but aries is crazy aries is a whole thing man it's just it's down it's out of the window man people need to understand that they'll never have the old aries aries evolved into something that he's comfortable with and that is the you know that's that's the whole thing you know if you have someone you know evolving into something that he actually feels comfortable doing he's gonna sit there he's not gonna step out anymore you know and what you guys don't realize is that the old aries was actually under ambitious and ambitious had a certain way of doing things they had a certain way of you know having tracks and i don't know they were their tracks were all aligned to partying making sure that people are vibing and are happy and i don't think aries wants to do that aries just wants to focus on him rapping and his rapping skills and all of this you know this poetry that comes with rapping and so it's a it's a lost case just forget you guys but yes aries dropped on the 21st of october i don't know when you'll be listening to this episode but you know if you haven't checked out his music go ahead and check it out and enjoy but moving on to my porisa and him saying that if you want to jump into ama piano then you want to eat if you don't want to eat then don't jump into ama piano you know, he actually was directing this to Mark G because Mark G has, you know, he's been calling him a gatekeeper and he actually thinks that he's not a gatekeeper. But I'm going to pose a question out there. Do you guys think that, you know, Maporisa is a gatekeeper? Personally, I don't know, man. Looking at Mark G's release of his EP and the release of Bastrata, I would say that the focus shifted from Mark G's release of the album to Bastrata. And you know, started seeing a lot of TikTok videos, people moving from Kandin, dance challenges and, and dance moves to moving into Bastrata. And it's funny because you look at it and you're like, man, some people, you know, can actually whoop you if they want to whoop you. And I feel like Maporisa is just doing that, you know, on purpose to say, you know, you can go around and speak any how you want to speak. But if I want to whoop you, I'll whoop your butt right now. And he did the same thing with, you know, Abu Makchi and all of those people around. And he actually trapped them so much. Like, it's crazy. It's actually really crazy that, that, that that's how, you know. Their EP was wiped away just by just one song. And he actually says it, you know, in his life. He said it in the life that people were hyping around, going around saying that Mark G should respond to the threats that Maporisa was making, you know. And he was saying that I have a lot of great songs in the making. And if I want to put them out, I can put them out. But I'm going to let you, you know, have the shine, make that album pop up, make that EP pop up through calling my name and everything as long as you eat. But if I want to whoop you, I can whoop you. And, you know, it was interesting because there were people that were actually retaliating and saying that Maborisa doesn't know how to produce and everything. And he was like, look, man, I'm at a level whereby I don't want to know how to produce. I don't want to really spend my time trying to make a track and everything which i feel like man it's actually crazy to actually have someone coming out with the thick skin and saying man i don't care what you say i'm gonna stick to my guns i'm gonna stick to how i go and i feel like you know elaine should have done that as well and say i'm gonna stick to my guns but he said man i'm actually trying to build companies i'm trying to make my boys eat why should I focus on, st- on, on starting to produce and, 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 and working with the production art and everything? And he just said, you know, shout out to Mass Music, shout out to Fellow Letty. I'm trying to 
bring those boys on board and trying to make sure that they have their own companies of course they are already signed i think under manikang which is like his own label and then he also spoke about all the other four companies that he's working with including piano hub which is by cubs of the small and he said this is where I'm, I'm trying to focus i'm not really trying to make sure that the music pops you know if i have an artist that is you know that i can sign and he can come and produce the greatest music then why should i then focus on producing and i feel like people don't realize that now maporeza is more is moving more from being just a dj and just a producer to being a manager right now a record label manager and it's crazy it's just growth and it's inspiration to see that you know someone is growing and evolving you know but the funniest thing is that you know maporeza might have you know might have said that he's not a, a gatekeeper but he also disclosed how much power he has by releasing that bastarda whilst Mike G was releasing his EP. And I feel like Mike G is actually eventually going to realize that there's nothing you can do to become better than Maporisa or to to feel like you're better than Maporisa. And that's what that's one thing. I get that Mike G is trying to actually try and defend Cetril because Cetril came out and said that Maporisa and other, the likes of the people, you know, or people behind the scenes. I won't say Maporisa before he comes for me as well. He said people from behind the scenes were actually avoiding or actually pressing his album to not get released and stuff like that. And so Makchi on his episode, on his podcast, one of his episodes, he called out someone who was actually there when they had that conversation and he was like way in on how Maporisa actually gatekept you know, the EPs or the albums of other people. And so now we know right, that he was referring to the scandal of Cetril and we know that eventually he started you know, diving deep into saying that, you know what, it's Maporisa and everything. But you know, they, I think Cetril didn't realize that he's still under Maporisa. He didn't realize that perhaps he signed a contract that, that doesn't say you know that has some percentages that don't vibe with what he actually wants and now that he's like that now it's like that and he feels like he's bigger than Mapur than Mapuri. so he actually brought him into the industry he thinks he should be getting more i feel like every artist comes and say you know i'm i'm gonna grow and once i grow i need more i demand more and so if you don't want to make you don't want to give me that more then what should why should i continue with you or, or anything like that and then now he starts blaming the people because they are saying if we're gonna kick your album out there if we're gonna put out your ep out there we'll, de we'll demand the certain percentage and i'm and if he's not happy with it obviously the ap will stay in the studio because i don't think there are gonna be people that are gonna look the pen drives and everything into a safe and say you know you're not getting your songs or anything like that i'm sure he has these songs as well in the cloud whatever fight but he just can't put them out there because he knows that the contract that he signed is gonna mess him up so that's that's the problem with Cedril. and at the same time he thought okay f it i'm gonna go out there and, and make sure that i do my own thing you know and i'm gonna try my own thing and now he realized that he doesn't have the marketing you know that actually maporisa has or the stance that actually maporisa has in the market and so now they're all thing that Maporeza is actually gatekeeping, but he's not. You know, a contract is a contract. I think Cedril signed a contract that really messed him up 
and he didn't want to keep his end of the bargain or he felt like he was so much he was so much art that he has evolved and grown into so much art and now he feels like you know he should be getting more he should be aiming more anything or however the situation is man i think it just all boiled down to actually say true thinking that he's actually better now and he has grown into a level whereby you know he can actually you know demand for something or he can outgrow Maporisa and Capsa the Small and the people who are actually like pioneers of Amapiano and he realized that it's not possible because they are well connected even the greatest people that you want to work with are actually working with them and they are friends with them and if they want they can say just like they say to young Stana don't go to the, the, the gigs of Magchi or anything like that they can say as well don't push Cedril out there and so it's a whole thing whereby you know you just you you just mess up with people that you don't want to mess up with you're burning your own bridges i feel like it's all it all boiled down to burning off bridges and now there's you know pointing of figures everywhere someone saying no i'm not i'm not a gatekeeper i just maybe perhaps stopped pushing your your, your your thing because you know you thought you were better than me you thought you were greater than me or you tried to actually maneuver the industry without me and you realize that everyone around is actually loyal to me because i started this thing i was there when it started and so it's it's a whole issue now boy you're not going anywhere boy you're gonna sit down there and you're gonna relax and and, and actually respect me as the pioneer of our piano and you can actually feel this in 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 Maporisa's speech the way he speaks is is actually saying that you know you know i i know i know i'm better i know i'm i have money i know people are gonna eat through my name because i'm the thing in this and i'm the king of my piano and i'm not really even trying to 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 paraphrase these things this is something that he actually said genuinely said spoke out there because you know and if you and and one thing you should know is that people who are actually the thing who are actually talking about the the thing that they actually are they they are arrogant because that's how they are that's how they are i saw someone praying on twitter saying that you know oh man i wish money was pushed to us people who are not arrogant and not people like nota you know and the likes who are actually arrogant and one thing i just want to say bro is that it's not possible to, for you to to be rich without being arrogant. It's not. That's why they say the gateway to heaven for those who are rich is very slim. Because if you're rich, bro, you have to be cruel to people. Otherwise, how are you going to make sure that you sustain your funds, you sustain your money, you sustain your your way of living, bro? Because if you are if you're rich and you have a lot of money, as soon as you go outside, someone will be like man can you please just buy me a vw polo i know you have all of the benzes you have all of like the porsches and all of the bugattis but please give me that vw and how many people are gonna say that the moment you buy that vw for one person how many people in the next door are gonna say oh, but you bought him a vw polo please buy me jordans just jordan sneakers and at the end of the day if you have a kind heart you can't say no and you can't make wise decisions but of course, I feel like my police are coming out on the live and saying that, Makji, I'm going to see you in gigs and you're going to tell me what you were saying because, you know, you're thinking that you're going to stay on air and everything. I think that wasn't a good, smart decision in terms of making it. But I feel like people think this rich thing is actually an easy thing. It's not. It really is. It really is not. Like, 
you have to learn to be cruel to people for you to sustain your money. You have to make sure to learn that everything, you know, one thing that matters to you the most is just money. Everything else doesn't matter to you. That's how you sustain riches. That's how you grow beyond riches. You, have you ever seen someone, you know, when immediately when his truck, if he owns trucks, immediately when his truck got into an, into an accident and the driver died or got injured, you know, and he didn't know that yet. When they, when they tell him the first thing he asks is, is his property. <laughs> the first thing he'll ask is that how much was the damage of my truck? Because he knows that truck is actually worth like 2 million and everything. And so he's lost that 2 million and he can't retain that 2 million. And his main job, his main inspiration is to actually keep that money. And so he can't keep it anymore if it's just down on the drain. And that's that's the that's the bad stuff that comes with being rich, you know. It's not about you know affording a McDonald's burger, you know. Even though some of us have never tasted it, we just see it and and the chips. We see people saying that that's a great thing. But I wanna say, bro, it 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 gets trickier. You just like as a lot of people would say, you're better off eating KFC, bro, than actually than actually going for McDonald's, which you will realize that by being that rich it's going to make you break down and cry like Simo cried on TikTok right? because you realize that this cloud thing and this money thing comes with a lot of critiques comes with a lot of you being cruel comes with a lot of you just growing strong and standing out there are people that are going to try and push you down for just merely you being famous it's crazy you know, and Major League DJ say that being in township is actually one of those things that are going to pull you back. You're going to have the most critiques and you're going to have the most, you know, toxic traits you can ever get, you know, once you make it. And and, and if you listen to that, it's going to pull you back into the townships, which, 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 which I understand, which is, which is very, very much grounded because, you know, if you look at it, if you look at how things go when you're in the hood, there is no bar. Like, of course, there is a bar, but no one is trying to climb over that bar. And as soon as you start climbing over that bar, you're going to say you, you think you're better. Have you ever, like, as soon as, like, the, the simplest thing is cleaned up one of your, like, best clothes and everything and went out and said, you know, I'm going to go out just looking clean and everything. Do you see how they actually treat you? They're going to say, ah, now this person is a cheese boy, a cheese girl. This person thinks he's better and everything. And they'll hate you for just, they'll hate you for just like cleaning up. And that's why, that's the thing they say, man. You know, and I feel like this, this all comes with money and getting rich. You know, people will hate you for anything, for breathing, for anything. And, but, you know, but townships are really some, a place where you shouldn't really dwell a lot. You know, it's supposed to go there to get inspiration and say that I'm never going to come back to this. You know, if you want to build a mall in the townships, the best thing to do, because I see people saying that, why do you move out of the township? Why do you then criticize? Why don't you just come back and help us elevate? But you realize that, you know, they'll never give you a chance to elevate a gas. They'll never. They'll make sure that they'll kill you for anything. For merely, you know, passing by and not greeting them. They'll be like, oh, it's because you think you're rich now. You think you're better now. And they'll deal with you. And that's what people don't understand. It's just like this. It's worse with black people because we literally hate everyone for anything. As soon as they shine, we hate them. 
and that is what is happening to a lot of like the artists and the celebrities and some like elaine who will get let it get into their head are gonna find themselves lost because it happens you know the best thing to help your township is to move out of your township because you're gonna get out there you're gonna get connections you're gonna get all the big ends the people that are actually massive in the corporation industry and they're gonna come and invest in your township they're gonna build those malls that you want to be built and all of this stuff that you want to actually bring into the hood and everything and also the the greatest thing is that if you want to elevate beyond sentin you should stay in sentin because you're supposed to learn the ways you're supposed to know who has the highest ranking to give you inspiration to say i need to be better than that person you know but if you are at gokas and you don't even know who's like the highest ranking in sentin how are you going to move above a person who is in sentin when you don't see how they move daily how they make business moves and everything it's not gonna happen bro you need to get out there and put yourself in a position whereby you're not comfortable because if you're at Kasi and everyone is like this everyone is just medium and everything everyone is just average everyone is just like ah oh, we're cool we, we boys it's just like this in the hood you'll never ever think you know i need to get better or you'll never think oh man i hate that person he has so much money why shouldn't i get my own money and everything I'm not saying hate anyone that has money. It's just like, I feel like it's an inspiration to be actually be in a room whereby people are actually richer than you because it's going to actually inspire you to start being like them or being better than them. And you're not going to have that in the hood. But to say that entirely people should not go to the townships, oh man, I wouldn't say that. I just say that go there if you want to say, you know, if you want to see someone or your old crush or your old girlfriend who is actually against you if you want to see them struggling go guys and you say man at least i'm never gonna get back to this and actually try ever to never get back to that you know that's the inspiration that i want to draw you from going go guys you know, from going to the townships and if you want to do that you know just go ahead and and go back for inspiration only but other than that make sure that you just stay away from it and keep on moving and everything but there's another thing that has been going on. Caspanyo Vest and AKA, they love each other, these two. They just want, they just, they just wouldn't tell us, which, which is crazy. But, you know, I feel like Caspanyo Vest just made one of the, the most biggest, worst decisions. That's if AKA chooses to be loyal, to be, to be, to not be harsh on him. But if he does choose to be harsh on him, he's putting his business a step back and for me this is something that is so sad for Caspanyo Vest because he's, he's starting to become someone that is like not but we also we also discussed the not that situation in detail he's starting to have this mentality of saying I'm gonna trend every week I'm gonna try and get traction every week because that's that's how I am and as soon as you have that cloud thing you have a few different stages you start from the Caspanyo West stage and then you go to the Nota stage and then you reach the Kanye West stage and then you will find you in the mental institution <laughs> and I'm really not trying to piss off Caspanyo West fans you people should realize that I'm actually someone that draws inspiration from the business Caspanyo West who actually you know started off especially because I'm black started off from a poor 
you know points and actually went and acquired something that is actually great you know it's actually nice to see a black person you know achieve such of this all of those great things but if you see him now starting to advertise biliato with aka photoshop and his picture and attracting multiple unnecessary lawsuits that's that's how you, you start realizing bruh is their hype and the clouds and the joking around with your business and your bag because if someone comes and now attacks biliato and say they they did defamatory advertising and marketing with someone who is not in bed with them you know and they're gonna sue you and when they sue you celebrities never sue below one million unless they are fighting with someone whom they know will never afford to make a million and so you've actually moved out a million from biliato that could have been used for marketing and other stuff but you were just too 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 happy and too joyful tweeting on twitter and you just literally tweet tweeted your cash away which is a lot of what celebrities do you know elon musk once did it as well you know he tweeted and he went i think second place or third place amongst the richest people and I think that's what Casper Yovest did, man. The trending and everything and the cloud, it messes people up. Like, it really messes people up because they start doing silly things just to make sure that they get, you know, get attention. It's crazy. It's really crazy. And what's, what's even crazier is that you have people like, you know, Nota, who lose their mind in public and people still laugh. You know, and we have people saying, calling him bipolar. You know, the police, you know, in the incidents of the police were by Nota was recording a live Instagram video, you know, shooting the police and saying to the police, you know, you guys are not doing your job and everything and showing everyone whilst he's parked in the middle of the road. Actually, the police there, they say to him, please move bipolar person. They labeled him bipolar. They called him bipolar, which means... A lot of us can actually see that there's something wrong with Nota, but we don't want to help him. Or we still are finding it funny. Oh, it's funny. Oh, it's crazy and everything. But it's it's so crazy to see Nota going through such a mental breakdown. Even worse to actually see him parking in the middle of the road whereby people are moving and causing a whole lot of traffic. You know, just to say, I'm going to teach you a lesson. You didn't do your metric. You know, I, I have my metric and everything. I think it's beyond that, man. It's beyond that. And it's going crazy because he's actually going on Twitter as well, you know, and calling, you know, people possessed because he called his wife, his ex-wife, Barita, possessed. And he said that he's never going to go back, you know, with her, pay the rumors that he was back with her and everything. And now he goes around saying that his mom is not his dad because, you know, he's not going to tell her what to do and everything he goes around saying mom is this and that you know insulting other people's moms and everything i feel for me like this is the craziest celebrity mental breakdown that i've ever seen in the entire world you know this is the craziest world can you as tops it all but you know we have not done now he's going crazy he's going insane but it's all for cloud it all started at a point whereby someone wanted to make the other people laugh on on twitter on on facebook on instagram and then he when he saw that people were laughing and were getting interested in the in the post he wanted to make more funnier posts more funnier posts more funnier posts the next thing you find that person running around in the streets naked because they want people to laugh more 
and that's the that's the that's the that's the dark side of cloud and i feel like casper and your did the same thing by just making a, the most weird business move of joking around bringing his beef into his business you know and it 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 messes both of them up right now because it messes Casper's bag if he gets sued and it also messes up aka's bag because you know what if you know Chris Vodka says oh you're now sponsoring Biliato you're now you know an ambassador of Biliato then we don't want to continue working with you and he actually loses his bag as well for a fake bag that someone else thought it was funny when they tweeted it and it's not to say that the bag is never enough or you know the bag is too small that someone can just make it crumble by one movement but it's good to realize that you know the one man's downfall starts with steps it never just goes it has vanished everything has vanished it's all those small bags that are getting getting moved getting removed from your from your pocket getting removed from your pocket getting removed from your pocket and by the end of the day when you realize and everything everything is gone that is why you see people on twitter that's why everyone is not fair is not rich you'll see people on twitter saying oh aka is 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 actually feeling the heat that you know he doesn't have any money and you know this advertisement this this post by casper universe will take out this brand deal and he will be broke oh man it means that casper universe has more money but everyone's downfall doesn't just like everything like goes away unless it's crypto it just doesn't vanish one day, one moment. It's all one step by step. It's one step by step. It's a step thing. It goes one thing at a time, one thing at a time. And at the end of the day, you realize everything is gone. Everything is lost. And if you want to be rich, if you want to have a rich mentality, you have to make sure that you re- even if it leaks, one thing leaks, you minimize that leaking in as much as you can. A 10 cent is really important to someone who wants to be rich than someone who doesn't want to be rich, which is actually how I'm going to attack some of those tellers that don't give us back our 10 cent when we, when, when the 10 cent is, is, is the change. Please give us back. It's mostly important for us. We know the shop is making money through you by not, you know, by saying that you shouldn't give us back the 10 cent. You know, if you're taking 10 cent from 100 people, that's a lot. As a lot of money. And yeah, that's the crazy thing. I just want to say that Casper and your vest, you know, we look up to you, bro. Don't be going around making crazy things around. Don't. Just don't. Those are crazy movements that you shouldn't be making, you know. But, you know, going going, going on and speaking about crazy movements as well, we have Maki being called out for being too controversial and this is because you know he went out and said Casper verse is fake and said you know Penwell has sold out and criticized DJ Zinter's show <laughs> which is crazy because DJ Zinter was there for her, for him in the beginning and everything but you know one thing that people don't understand though is that the industry is so cloud you know it's formed out of cloud it's formed out of keep on talking about my thing and i'll pop and it messes things up because then people don't know where to stop and everything but i feel like what panel said because panel also you know he came out after being 
say that he has sold out by joining AfriForum, which is mostly funded by white people, which I'm proud of because if you have a black person going into a position whereby they can repossess the money that came through out of the lands that were taken from our ancestors and bring it back into actually nourishing themselves and nourishing their, their community, then I'm really proud. I'm like, bro, you're doing, a, you're doing the Lord's work. But, you know, for some reason, people think that's actually, you know, called selling out. Well, maybe because, you know, afterwards you have to act in accordance to what, you know, those people who are sponsoring you want you to, to work or how they want you to move. But Panuel came out and say, you know, I know much you say this. And here are the reasons why I think I'm not a sellout because obviously he's going to you know, come and defend himself and everything. And then he said, but one thing that you guys don't realize it is that we're, good, we're going to sit down and drink and laugh with Mike G about these things. And I feel like every celebrity is like that. It's okay, you can make puns on my show and everything, but, you know, as long as as long as it's making you pop and everything, next thing we'll be cool with each other If we, when we reach home and we just realize that it was all for puns and everything. Same thing happened with Zix Bandwini. He actually said the same thing to Makchi and everything. And people don't realize that actually Makchi came through with that. And that he's still doing that. But that, but then the problem is they just don't like it when it's being done to their own faves. Because he also called Kasman Yovest fake for saying that he's going to come, you know, and, and be on the podcast after, you know, after the fight with Nak Music. But at the same time, you know, he didn't come afterwards. People, I think people are just mad that, you know, they're doing it to their faves but when 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 it was being done to not their faves people like Basta and everyone you know people were actually cheering but as soon as it's their faves they're like whoa 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 don't go there you know which makes it funny because if i think today if makes you were to come out and say hey racist pub you know you'd see a lot of people revolving especially all of the slimes because i feel like a huge portion of the chillers is also made up of the slimes so is he getting too controversial? I don't know, man. I feel like he's getting too pulled in by this movement of saying, I want a trend. I want clout and everything. And it's pulling him sideways as it has been doing over and over again to everyone that has been popping out there as a celebrity. And actually, Makji has been doing the same thing, you know, that, that he doesn't read the room anymore. I watched I watched the, the the previous interview from the podcast podcast and chill, but they also had um they had Tato from the Real House of Cape Town as the guests, and I realized that you know they disrespected her. They disrespected her. They disrespected the men that he was coming with. They disrespected the entire team of Tato, and it's crazy because I never expected to see you know Maxi reach such a level you know where he can't read the room. I feel like Tato for some for many times, for many reasons in that episode, she had to she had to do her best to actually defend herself. To actually come out and say that someone's husband or boyfriend doesn't look rich. That's crazy. That's crazy. I think it's as crazy as Mini Jamini being body shamed after she went and took pictures after taking a swim. You know? And which is something that I don't encourage. Never take pictures after I swim. We all know how you get after swimming. 
like you look all dry and everything and you decide then to take a picture of course you're not gonna look great sweetheart of course people are gonna start saying ah man you look some way but the truth is when i was going to swim when i was young because we were swimming in the rivers and everything i used to bring vaseline for with me vaseline with me i don't even know why i said vaseline i used to bring vaseline with me because i knew that my skin would look crusty after swimming and i feel like people now are using that to judge you know how many lamine looks right now because of his of a picture she took after swimming it's crazy it's really crazy but man makchi i i really feel like he needs to owe he he owes tato an apology that was really uncalled for to call someone's man someone that doesn't look rich and to also you know say something is wrong with her like tato because i feel like you know even though makchi wasn't the one that said you know something is wrong with her ghost lady the ghost lady which i don't know what was happening with her in that interview but she actually said that you know tato does has an unpleasant character which is the character of you know protecting yourself and not having a limit to how far you can go if someone makes you or, or, or angers you and everything i feel like it was uncalled for i feel like for me tato's interview was one whereby they had someone which they really didn't respect and to even go to the point whereby they consistently tell her that they don't watch her show and they don't know who he she, who she is as crazy to say that the only reason we we brought you here is because the chillers wanted to listen to you we don't know you if it was it would if it were through us we wouldn't want to have you here would rather have so and so and then start listing out the people that you'd rather have regardless of you know the perception you have with why you have you want those people to come through that was really uncalled for was really really uncalled for was really uncalled for but i just realized you know not as not as video with uh, with berita the old one that has come out to the surface i just realized how beautiful and sweet berita looks you know she looks like that that really amazing person and she's sweet man you can see from her smiling and laughing and everything you think man if i had buried there as a wife i'd never divorce but you never know man people are different in their own ways <coughs> speaking of beautiful man <laughs> when i end this with the funniest one there was a top 10 list of the most beautiful female celebrities and DJ Maporeso was there. <laughs> yes, <coughs> that's why I'm coughing because I'm like, man, DJ Maporeso is actually a may. Why is he there? But then you realize that it's through it's through the leather pants that he was actually wearing, which is actually crazy because a lot of people wear leather pants and they don't see something wrong with it. But kangane kangane bayavela, which means loosely translates they are slowly coming out of the closet by wearing leather jeans because leather pants leather pants they are wrong like they are they are too hot for once because i had someone saying that in the heat oh my goodness you can actually tell from a sale you know a sale like the the sales they use in a tent you know how hot the th- that thing is that it's the same as a leather pants as the less leather pants you know and you can tell from how cute and sexy 
female looks and they're wearing lady pants that it's not supposed to be worn by a guy and look at how how it has made Moporisa look like he's been going around and flowing around and and looking like a girl and they actually posted him in the top 10 list of DJ Maporisa. But, you know, I didn't see that as the most disrespectful part of it all. The most disrespectful part of it all is actually to have Dineo Ranak as the last person in the list. Yes, you heard it right. DJ Maporisa comes before Dineo Ranaka, which I feel like is bad, man. Like, I feel like it's really sad because for me, I really love... I really love Dineo Ranaka and I'm starting to slowly think that I'm the only one or the only person that actually thinks Dineo Ranaka is beautiful. For some reason, I find I'm really drawn to her. I'm really attracted to her. And it's not even like in that, in that, in that level of saying that she's a celebrity, but it's, it's, it's in the level of saying, man, if I was into the whole cougar thing and everything, I'd actually wouldn't mind being with Dineo Ranaka. But the most the most thing that I actually love about Dino Ranaka is her brains. Like I love her brains and I've actually learned, you know, from 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 her speaking and how she articulates herself that, you know, I'm mostly drawn to women that actually are smart in some way. And I feel like Dino Ranaka is that kind of person. She's the kind of person that says there is no limit to any topic we can discuss. I can discuss everything and I'm going to fully discuss it. And I'm going to reason throughout it. And I like people that you have a, you can have a conversation with. And I feel like a lot of girls lack that. But, you know, the same thing, I feel like, you know, that's what, that, that is what stands out, you know, with Dineo Ranaka. I think, you know, her brains are good. But I also think that, genuinely speaking, man, like, I think she's beautiful. Like, I don't get the whole thing whereby, you know, she has to come after DJ Maburiza. But... This just disrespect, man. That's disrespect on Dino Ranaka. And I'm not, so tr- I'm not also trying to throw shade at DJ Maporis. I'm just trying to say, you know, it's crazy that you can put a guy in front of a female and say that guy looks better than the female. But I love Dino Ranaka, man. I really love Dino Ranaka. I hope at some point like, I can get a chance to actually sit down and actually share, you know, his mind. But to try and reverse the damage that I did, you know, to Aries's fans by saying that Aries is never going to go back to how he was before. I want to end by saying that Aries has a song on Joffe's album on track 10 and and it's actually good. It's dope. It's amazing. It's his new kind of sound, but he did it at, a, at the most highest level and everything and it's actually much better and everything so if you haven't checked it out go ahead and go and check it out enjoy first album the latest one go to track 10 i think if i'm not mistaken and bump that song up you realize that aries is good it's so good you know he's so good in that track you'd actually be like man this should have been aries's track also, judging from the fact that he's the one that introduces it and, you know, has like two thirds of the part and one third is like Joey Fett's, I feel like, you know, he just say that, okay, you can have it in your album as well, but, you know, it's his, it's his song, you know, to say it off and everything. But yeah, to end it, I just want to say, man, thank you so much to all that have been supporting the podcast. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, please make sure, especially if you're listening to Apple, you know, podcast. If you're listening to Spotify, which is rare, please make sure that you follow because I don't know. For some reason, my podcast is no longer on Spotify. 
it breaks my heart but it's also available on other you know platforms like amazon it's available also on google podcast pocket cast as well as it's a long list of all the podcasts you can think of including podvine and everywhere if you can't actually if you don't have Apple Podcasts and someone say, check it out, which I don't know how you would have reached this far, but, you know, tell, oh, if you want to recommend it to someone and they don't have an iPhone or anything like that, and you're listening on Apple or any other place, if you're listening on other, any other place, tell them to actually, you know, listen to it through there. But if you're listening to Apple Podcasts, tell them that they can find me on Google. They can just like Google their podcast's name and they can find every episode you know that they want to listen to but then let's make sure that we keep uh, we keep on popping we keep on growing and everything the family is slowly growing and i appreciate every support other than that just take good care of yourself man i'll see you in the next one it was lovely having you here time to go and leave you but never lose the love i have for you see you